the college experience week three maction preview and picks on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by mybookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match only at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience Maction week three preview and picks. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and we're picking more Maction where I might add where I might add. Let's see uh, what we are. A com- I am a combined uh, six and O oh on my Maction locks. ATS so far this year in the first two weeks of Maction. As a collective, I believe, wait, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten and O oh as a collection between me, Patty C, NC, Nick, ATS on our Maction locks. That is why you want to tune in to this episode and hopefully the college experience for all of our episodes. But, um, Yes, I'm excited to talk Maction football. I love having Tuesday and Wednesday football. Um, unfortunately, though, you know, obviously we had like 15 games canceled, and uh, you know the COVID outbreak uh, or uptake, I should say, uh, has been affecting the whole country, and thus is why we will not have our Tuesday night game of Ohio at Miami, Ohio. Um, it sucks because that was one of the better games. But at least we have uh, five other Maxion games to cover. But I just wanted to let you know that that game has been canceled. Uh, looking back at last week, yes, uh, I went three and zero on my locks. Kent State handles Bowling Green. I will continue to fade Bowling Green and uh, and Brian Van Gorder defenses. Now Akron actually covered against Ohio, which was shocking. But when you think about it, Ohio. Uh, kind of a run heavy team starting a freshman quarterback. I get it. And perhaps Akron's a little bit improved. I'm still going to take my chances though. We'll see. We'll see as as the season goes on. I need more than one sample size against a running team that uh that uh, starting a freshman quarterback. Um I did take Miami Ohio getting nine and a half at Buffalo. Buffalo covered. I I think Lance Leopold and you know, I'm 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 a huge Backer traditionally of Buffalo with anything Leopold coaches, 
I, I think there's a shot. Buffalo could run the table in the Mac this year. Um, they're really good. Uh, Van Treese is getting better at quarterback and, uh, and really there's no glaring weakness on this team. Uh, surprised they covered that one. I, I mean, they were really impressive because Miami, Ohio, as if you didn't know, won the Mac a season ago. Um, the automatic lock machine that is Eastern Michigan continued getting 10 at Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. That was a double lock by me and NC Nick. And uh, Eastern Michigan, once again, they don't, if they lose, it's a close game. Team's better than their 0 2 record, just like a couple years ago when they were 5 and 7, and they had, I think, all seven losses by a touchdown or less. Uh, Central Michigan at Northern Illinois. That was easy money for me on my Central Michigan lock minus seven. I think Northern Illinois really needs to start. I know it's only year two for Hammock. I give him next year. Next year's a big year for him then because the trajectory of this program is heading the wrong way. And this is a, pr- a program that's been really good for about 25 years now. Uh, then Toledo at Western Michigan. I was on Western Michigan and I completely lucked up on this. This was just the wildest, probably the wildest college football game played so far this season. Uh, not just the Mac and all across college football. Um, this was an absolute wild one. Maybe Texas tech and Texas would be the other one, but, uh, yeah, a wild one where Western Michigan came back, used, did the Dan Marino to Ingram fake spike to get that thing done. And, uh, yeah, I mean, had to recover an onside kick. Just a lot of crazy stuff going on there. So those were our action picks. So I, I went uh, four and two picking every game last week, but I went three and zero oh on the locks. That's why I hope you tune in. And we're gonna start off with uh, what Tuesday night, four p.m. on the west, seven p.m. on the east. The Buffalo Bulls travel to Bowling Green, Ohio. Not or yeah, Ohio to take on the Falcons. Look, you, you break down this Buffalo team. Like I said, Van Trees playing a lot better. 28 of 48, 528 yards, 60, just just shy of 64% completion percentage, 12 yards of completion. That is huge. Uh, five touchdowns, one pick. Um, the run game sets up the pass game, but I will say Van Trees in the pass game is looking a lot better than I would, had projected. Uh, run game. They have one of the best running backs in the country. Probably one of the best players you've never heard of. If you don't watch match and football, but Jarrett Patterson, uh, 40 rushes, 210 yards, 5.3 yards, a rush four touchdowns guy is a stud. He was a stud last year. I believe he's out of Maryland. Uh, the guy will be in the NFL. He will be in the NFL tune in to, uh, to check him. And then also their backup, Kevin Marks jr. 22 rushes, 141 yards, 6.4 yards, a rush. I mean, they get off. Even, even after that, Ron cook, junior Dylan McDuffie, they have a nice average and they're deep, deep in the, the backfield core, the running core there. Um, wide out wise, Antonio Nunn is, is the guy you want to circle 11 for two thirty nine and two scores. He's, he's having a great year at wide out. Um, also Leopold likes to use the tight end Zach, Le, uh, Lefebvre, uh, six catches, 109 yards, uh, and a score. And then the other wideouts, Trevor Wilson, Johnny Ruiz and Dominic Johnson, I- even Bernard Porter, they all get into the mix. Um, so they use the run game to set up the pass and kicking the ball. Alex McNulty 
sounds like the wire. Remember McNulty, the cop in the wire, 13 of 13 on extra points. And he still has not. That's when you know you're kicking ass. He hasn't kicked a field goal yet this season. <laughs> uh, defensively. I mean, I mention this every week. I feel like their defense is sound, 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 sound. Only three sacks, which is a little surprising because the D line, I mean, I guess they've only played two games, but still the D line uh, coming into the season, really impressive. Uh, they do have two picks and they do have four forced fumbles. That is impressive. They also have a pick six. Um, when you look at the defensive line, I would say you probably want to key in on Max Michael and Ronald McGee and Eric black, Eric black leads the team in sacks and also George Wello, those guys, uh, Wello and also Malcolm Koontz. How did I forget? Malcolm Koontz tied tied for the lead in sacks. Um, Koontz also leads the team in tackles. So you want to circle him linebacking wise, James Patterson. He also writes a great novel, right? Uh, he is second on the team in tackles. Uh, he also has a forced fumble. Uh, he's joined by Tyree Thompson. Also Tim Terry jr. And rich Miller jr. Make up a good linebacking core. And then the secondary, um, the lone pick six on this team is actually by Kadolfi Wright back up or he, he, uh, their fifth linebacker. Um, he'll get in the mix though. He'll start some too. Uh, Defensive backfield wise, I'm sorry. Isaiah King at the corner spot. He has joined uh I mean what he's he's what fourth on the team in tackles. That's pretty crazy for a corner to be fourth on team tackles. He got a forced fumble. Um he's joined by Corey Gross Jr. at the safety spot, who is who's not far back on tackles. Uh and same with Logic Hudkins and uh and Marquise Fuqua. Also Dylan Powell getting in there. This Defensive backfield is pretty solid. Um, there's not a glaring weakness on this team. There really isn't. Uh, Leopold's a great coach. He had a great run at uh, Wisconsin, Whitewater. I think he won three national championships there. I'll put it like this. You know, everyone's talking about Franklin maybe leaving to USC. Me and Patty C were talking about this. I know Penn State's too, probably too flashy, but they should hire Leopold if that happens. Now, that probably won't because they want a big name. But I'm saying uh, if you're a, a program out there, like, uh, you know, there's talk that Iowa's coach might step down. Well, first, I think Iowa would, should look at Bob Stoops because he's alumni. But um, after that, or perhaps Ferentz's son, I think Leopold would be a great option at Iowa. I think uh, any of those schools, who else? I think if Pitt were to get rid of Narduzzi, which I don't think they will, he should be an option there. I would say if. If Clawson of Wake Forest takes a South Carolina job, hey, Wake Forest, you need to look at Leopold. Um, Syracuse, if Babers were to somehow, I think Babers gets one more year, but if that was to happen, I think Leopold, you know, he's already in Buffalo. He's already in upstate New York. Why not? Um, But yeah, okay. Now you, now you break down the Bowling Green team, who's just a mess. I mean, I've made so much money fading Bowling Green um, over the past couple of years. So... I, I, I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to take Buffalo minus the points. I, it's a big number. I don't know if I'm going to lock it, but uh, Bowling Green is not a, uh, it, this used to be a good program, but they, when they hired Scott Leffler, I just began to fade him. And then Brian Van Gorder, I wasn't a fan of the Leffler hire. Wasn't. And then I wasn't a fan of Leffler hiring Van Gorder at quarterback, Matt McDonald. Listen to these stats. 
You want to talk about absolutely awful? Actually, maybe I will lock Buffalo. My thing with Buffalo is they're such a run heavy team, but Matt McDonald of Bowling Green is 14 of 50. 14 of 50, 5 0 for 233 yards. So he's averaging about 100 and what? 16 yards per game throwing the ball. But he's completing passes at a 28% level. That is awful. That is the worst in college football. And then when he does complete those passes, they're for four yards of completion, which is awful. He has zero touchdowns and only two, or zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Wow. Uh, he does have a rushing touchdown. Sorry to bury him, Matt, but uh, it's just absolutely horrible. Running the ball, Terrion Stewart leading the way, 14 rushes, 162 yards, 11.6 yards a rush and two scores. That's, that's good. Maybe you give him the ball more than 14 times. Uh, they also have uh, Trayvon Raymore, who 21 rushes, 101 or 103 yards, just shy of five yards a rush. Andrew Clare, the guy, if you follow Bowling Green before, he was a guy who got some carries over the past couple of years. Clare, just 12 rushes for 37 yards. Wow. And also Bryson Denley will take some, some, some rushes too. this offense is atrocious. Um, sort of Stewart. And I guess Raymore has got a decent average. Uh, Noah Massey is there that Noah Massey and Julian Ortega Jones are tied for the lead in yardage with 66 yards. They've played two games. So they're averaging 33 yards a game receiving or Julian Ortega Jones. Uh, leads the team in receptions tied with tight end Quentin Morris. They only have four receivers who have caught a pass and that is their three wideouts. Noah Massey, three for 66, Julian Ortega Jones, four for 66, Tyrone Bolden Jr. Three for 64 and tight end Quentin Morris, four for 37. Nate Needham is their kicker. Three for three on extra points, two for two on field goals. There you go. But only a long of 29. Um, defensively where they spend just a ton of time on defense. They have two sacks. So they're averaging one sack per game, which is not good. They have zero interceptions. They do have uh, one forced fumble. This defense is struggling. Uh, <laughs> the best position on defense, I would say, I mean, linebacking core, I guess it's hard to find optimism here. But I'm going to say Colby Coleman, great name, Colby. Um, he leads the team in tackles to 23. After that's Darren Andrews with uh, 20, and uh, Jerry Roberts getting in there with 11, and Isaiah Johnson Mack with nine, and then Rodell Raman getting in there with seven. The linebacking core, I would guess, gun to my head, is the best. Defensive line, they're led by Roland Walder with a sack. He has the lone sack on the defensive line. He's joined by Andrew Bench, great name for a defensive lineman, Blaine Spires and Walter Hare. Also Jordan Porter and Dontrez Brown. They're switching guys in and out. Anthony Hawkins also gets in there. <sighs> yeah. And in the secondary, they actually have a sack by, by uh defensive back Patrick day. So look for him perhaps on some blitz packages. <laughs> uh, the D the secondary has been bad. Jordan Anderson, leads the way. Also Caleb Biggers and uh side Dabney will be joined by Patrick day and Diata burns. Um, yeah, 
hard to find a lot of optimism here. You know what? I am going to lock Buffalo. The more I break this down, I'm just like, I know 31 points is a huge number, but I can't see this offense moving the ball on Buffalo. Now what I could see that could cost me this game is uh, I could see Buffalo, you know, just running down their throats and just burning that clock. But I'm going to take Buffalo here. I'm going to take Buffalo laying the points. I don't think Bowling Green will have much success at all in the air. And unfortunately the strength of Buffalo's defense is that run defense. So good luck Bowling Green getting any points. This could be, this could be something like a 42 to three game. Um, So give me the bulls to get that done on, on the other Tuesday night game. Um, Actually, let me tell you first that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Uh, late fall college football. You saw that with a Sunday game with Cal and uh, UCLA in the Rose bowl college basketball starting late, the NBA bubble UFC fight Island. It's uh, pretty clear. 2020 has been a year unlike any other, which is why you need a sports book, which offers unlike any other, get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boost lightning deals and free bets await all season long. And with Turkey day right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some NFL college football or college basketball action. Uh, whether you're a first time customer or have been playing with my bookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets and contests that they offer every week, sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make a bet and get paid people. They also boast a uh, fully fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slot and card games. You'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is that my bookie, the doors never close. So you can continue to build your bankroll. Even after the stadium lights have gone out, make the right play and sign up today at my bookie. And when you do make sure you use this promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to a thousand dollars. Let me explain that for you. If you put in 200, they'll match you with a hundred. If you put in uh 500, they're going to match you with two fifty. All right. So if you were planning to bet this season, it's like having free, uh, free betting money. It's winning season at my bookie. So come join in on the fun and ca- and win some cash while you're at it only at mybookie.ag. All right. Moving to game two of the Tuesday slate. You have the Huskies of Northern Illinois traveling to Muncie, Indiana. And uh, yeah, uh, breaking down this Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois team. Let me sip this coffee on you. Uh, Ross Bowers leads the way. Former Cal quarterback, 33 of 60, 341 yards, only 55% completion percentage. And, and I was a guy that was somewhat impressed by Bowers periodically at Cal, but uh, definitely not really working out so far. I mean, fit, just completing 55% of his passes for five yards a pass. That's not good. Uh, one touchdown, one pick. So at least he's taking care of the ball. Some, uh, uh, running the ball, Eric Collins, which you would think this is hammocks forte. He was a running back. Uh, Aaron Collins, 31 rushes, 92 yards, just three yards of rush, one score. And also Harrison Whaley, 23 rushes, 89 yards, 3.9 yards of rush. He'll be joined also. I think you'll probably see some carries also from Ron Darius Gregory, 10 for 47, but either way, not a great average for, for these guys. Uh, and when you consider how inefficient they are at throwing the ball, they're going to be tested in Muncie. Wide out wise. There is one guy you want to circle because he is 
almost all of their uh, passing game. And that is wide receiver Tyrese Ritchie, 16 catches, 176 yards. This kid only played two games. So he's averaging eight catches a game circle him. Uh, the other wide out is Cole Tucker at seven for 82 Trayvon Rudolph at three for 62 Dennis Robinson, one for 31 and uh, Messiah Travis. Those round out the wide outs at tight end. Daniel Crawford will get a couple looks. He's got four receptions on the season. Uh, I mean, they don't even, the running backs don't even get the ball much out of the backfield. Even Aaron Collins with the lone running back with two catches, um, kicking the ball. John Richardson is two for two on extra points, two for two on field goals long of 45. There's your positive news for, uh, for the Husky fans out there defensively where they used to be such a great team on defense when they had Sutton Smith and company, but they have three sacks on the season, averaging one and a half sacks a game. Uh, they do have two picks and one forced fumble. So perhaps they are still all right on defense, but not really at the same time. Um, nothing like they were, you know, five, six, seven years ago. I would uh, say on the D line, Michael Kennedy is the guy that uh, gets through and, and, and causes some havoc. He's joined by uh, Rashine Thomas and also James Esther and Jeffrey Griffin Jr. Maybe even Weston Kramer getting in there as well. Uh, in the linebacking core, you want to circle two names here Kyle Pugh who's tied for the lead on and tackles on the team. He also has a half a, or a sack and a half and uh, Nick Ratton leads the team or tied for lead in tackles with 16 on the season. Those two are really the strength of this defense. Mix them in with the Daverin Rayner who has eight tackles on the season and perhaps Lance Devereaux jr. And uh, yeah, in the secondary, want to circle the safety Jordan Hansen. He's pretty aggressive. 11, 11 uh, tackles. He's got a half sack and an interception on the season. He'll be joined by uh, Devin Lafayette, Jordan Gandy and miles McGee and Dylan Thomas. And to make up that secondary, uh, the current line is uh, actually fuck my, is this the, this is the Wednesday game. Am I fucking this up? Am I fucking this up? Let me double check this. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is the Wednesday game. So I will get back and give you the Tuesday game. But the, uh, the line here is uh ball state minus I'm seeing 13 and a half right now. I think this play is ball state all day. Make sure you, uh, you grab that one. I, 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 I mean, what Northern Illinois in two games last week, they lost by 30. The game before they lost by 19, but that was like a 30 point loss. Now here's the other angle is Buffalo and central Michigan could end up. I mean, I definitely think Buffalo is better than ball state, but I think ball state's a solid team. I like what Mike new is doing. Let's let's break down the Cardinals of ball state. But I think the play here is definitely to go with ball state. Um, Drew Plitt at quarterback, you know, this guy, he's a good quarterback, but at times he can make some, some tough some tough interceptions. Uh, less is more in my opinion, Plitt 41 of 63, 541 yards, 65% completion percentage, nine yards of completion, pretty much two touchdowns, two picks. Those are the two picks. They've been costly picks too, man. And one of them cost them a game. Um, they probably should be undefeated uh, at running back. This kid is an absolute stud. Caleb Huntley. He is a bowling ball. I don't know if, if you haven't got a chance to watch him, 
kind of reminds me of like a poor man's uh, Mike Tolbert, or I don't even know poor man's. He reminds me of like Mike Tolbert or Jerome Bettis, poor man's Jerome Bettis, perhaps, or Bam Morris or something. Caleb Huntley. I always wondered if this is the son of Richard Huntley. Remember that old running back? Uh, 55 rushes for 334 yards, six yards a rush, five touchdowns. Guy is an animal. Expect a huge dose of Huntley against the Huskies. Wideout wise, they got some players on the wide at the wideout. Antoine Davis, 13 catches, 179, and uh, Justin Hall, 11 for 179 in a score, and also Johannes Tyler, 12 for 130 in a score. Those guys are good. And then also the Hassan Littles gets in there and even the fullback Cody Rudy, they like to dump it off to um, kicking the ball seven for seven on extra points, just four of six on field goals. They've used two different kickers um, long of 51 though. That's impressive. Um, so the kicking game is actually pretty solid for them. Um, defensively. They have uh, what three sacks in two games. They also have uh, three forced fumbles, which is impressive. Haven't got an interception yet. Perhaps this is the game. Uh, yeah, they're they're a decent defense. This is a veteran team, this Ball State team. So uh, uh, I would say, well, let's just break up, break go position by position. On the D line, I would say uh, they're led by Joshua Tarango got four stops, him and Amika Jelani. Also Justin Ramsey and Jack Sape getting in there in the linebacking core. This is a strong suit of the team. Brandon Martin, Jalen Thomas, uh, Martin leads the team on tackles with uh, 26 tackles and a pass deflection. Also Jalen Thomas, second on the team in tackles, Christian Albright also getting in there. 10 uh, tackles, a sack and a pass deflection and uh, Jordan Williams and Anthony Ekpe uh, are the, uh, other linebackers, even Hank uh, Grenada, uh, Grenda, Grenda there getting in there uh, in the secondary, Brett Anderson, the second 15 stops on the season past deflection as well. Uh, he'll be joined by uh, Anthony Phillips at the corner spot and also Amici Izodima, those guys. And then uh, what, who's the other safety? Malcolm Lee. Decent secondary. I expect them. Oh, they'll have their opportunities in this game. So like I said, I am going to take uh ball state minus 13 there 13 and a half. Um, I would actually take it. I would probably stop at, uh, I don't think I would lay 17, 15 or 16. I think I would still do. Um, sorry. I went out of the chronological order there. Um, the other Tuesday game. So the Tuesday games are Buffalo Bowling Green and Akron and, uh, and Kent state, my apologies for going out of the, out of, out of order there. So let's get over to Akron, Kent state, which is a lock for me. I will continue to fade, uh, to fade this, uh, this Akron team here. Um, Akron was winless last year. And even though at the moment it looks like perhaps, oh, you're thinking maybe, maybe they turned a corner. Maybe um, they they covered last week, which is which is perhaps a start. But I would also tend to say Ohio with that freshman quarterback Rourke. I know they brought in Armani Rogers some too, but I guess they look a little bit better to me. Okay, so if you're breaking down Akron, uh, Zach Gibson's the quarterback here. Thirty six of sixty, three hundred forty three yards, and I will say this: the offense is better. 
the offense is completely better. Um, and it starts with the quarterback. And I was surprising because uh, uh, Gibson is a freshman. 36 of 60. I thought they would go to Cato Nelson, but 30, 36 of 63, 43, 60 yards of completion, only five yards of completion. Though that's still a concern. Two touchdowns, three picks. That's not good. Um, running the ball. Tayon Dollard. He's actually pretty good. 38 rushes, 232 yards, six yards a rush. Hasn't gotten the end zone yet, which, which you'd like to see. Uh, they also like to, to run the wide out. Some Jeremiah Knight, uh, 18 rushes, 96 yards, 5.3 yards a rush. And uh, yeah, those are your two guys that really, they get the ball to on the ground receiving the wise uh, Nate Stewart eight for 88 leads the team. This uh, so he's averaging four, four catches a game. Essentially George Qualls jr. Four for 78 uh, Tony Grimes will also get in there. My Michael Matheson and Jeremiah Knight. Uh, also, Timothy Scipio will also get in there and get some catches as well. Tight end wise, they don't go to the tight end much, but if they do, it's going to be Maverick Wolfley. Um, yeah, two for two on field goals, three for four on, or I'm sorry, two for two on extra points, three for four on field goals with a long of 41. This offense isn't very good, guys. I know they covered some. Dollard is the guy you want to circle here. Uh, you stop Dollard, you're going to win this game. I'm going to say that right now. And you're going to win by a lot. Probably uh, defensively. They are, I guess a little bit improved. They have four sacks on the season. They don't have an interception or a forced fumble. So they have yet to turn, really turn the ball over or, or I'm sorry, get a turnover, but four sacks. And a lot of that is, has to do with their linebacking play led by Bubba Arslian. 17 tackles leads. The team also has two sacks. That is the guy that you want to circle on this defense. He'll be joined by Julian Richardson and Ryan McLean and also Reggie corner jr. To make up that linebacking core on the D line. It's uh, I mean, also I should add in Michael Scott on the linebacking core. He has a sack as well on the D line. Uh, Jaquiz cross John Mitchell. This D line hasn't done much though. Nazir Sai. Uh, yeah. Logan Hankins um, in the secondary. There's a safety that's playing some solid ball for them at a Tutu Durangio. Probably butchering the hell out of that name. 11 stops on the season, second on the team in tackles. He's joined by Jalen Kelly Powell, also corner AJ Watts and Jordan Riley. Riley's got a pass deflection. Uh yeah, Stevens isn't very good, guys. Okay, now they head to uh to Kent State. So I mean, have you guys had a chance to watch some Kent state football this year? They've been pretty money. Um, and I think they're actually contenders. Do you want to talk about a team that could potentially upset Buffalo? Uh, so check out the golden flashes. Um, golden flashes led by uh, Dustin Crum at quarterback and Crum 39 of 56, 490 yards, 8.8 yards of completion, six touchdowns, just one pick. This offense is rolling. It always helps though. When you play Bowling green running the ball is Brian Bradford, 25 rushes, 185 yards. It hasn't gotten the end zone yet, but he's joined by Marquez Cooper, 30 rushes, 127 yards, two scores. And also Xavier Williams, 12 rushes, 90 yards and a score. Uh, Crum can also get after it on the ground, 18 for 60 and a score uh, in the receiving core. There's one name you really need to circle, and that's Isaiah McCoy. 
13 for 178 and three scores. He's averaging seven yard or seven catches a game and almost a hundred yards. Um, he's joined by Jashan Polk, eight for eight for one twenty and two scores. Also Dante Cephas, eight for one Oh two, uh, Isaiah Wooden, Javon Williams, and Isaac Vance all getting in there and getting catches as well. Even the tight end, Mark Williams. Um, they don't throw the running backs much out of the backfield. Their lone catch is by Marquez Cooper. One for 14 out of the backfield, kicking the ball 11 of 12 on extra points using two different kickers, two for three on field goals long of 39. Perhaps that could be a little bit of a weakness. Um, defensively. Uh, I mean, I've been impressed with this whole team. I really have. Uh, they're led in the secondary. Dean Clark, 14 tackles, a pass deflection, an interception. He leads a team in tackles. Uh, he'll be joined by Elvis Hines in the safety spot. And then uh, Richie Carpenter Jr. in his corner, joined by Tony Butler and Jeremiah Salam. Uh, S- Salam uh, has an interception on the season and uh, Clark as well. Uh, in the linebacking core, Mandela Lawrence Burke, second on the team in tackles. He also has two sacks. Circle this guy. He is an animal. He's joined by Brandon Coleman, Cassine Gamble, and uh, Kalib Johns and Jasper Robinson in that linebacking core. On the D-line, uh, D-line, you want to circle. Gamble, by the way, has two sacks as well. Um, on the D-line, you probably want to circle Nadir Pineda. At the D, at the D tackle spot, the run stopper. He's joined by Jabbar Price and Aiden Hunt, Huntington and Seku Diabli. Also, Zayn West getting in there. Actually, Zayn West might be their best defensive lineman on the roster. Um, and that makes up the Golden Flashes, guys. I say this is a no-brainer here. This is this is my lock. This is the Dundee special here. Take Kent State minus twenty-four. I understand Akron covered last week. So people think, Hey, maybe I should take Akron. Kent state's offense puts up points. Akron's offense does not. Kent state's defense is improved. Akron's defense may be slightly improved, but still bad. And that's my pick there. I'm going to, I'm going to lock up Kent state. So uh, there you go. Ohio, Miami, Ohio canceled. Like I mentioned. And uh, so right now I'm going with the three favorites, two games left Western Michigan at central Michigan. Um, Western Michigan with just a crazy game last week. Just one of the best games. As I mentioned earlier, Caleb Ellaby, a quarterback 32 of 45. He's the guy through the fake spike, but uh 546 yards completing 71% of his passes, 12 yards of completion, six touchdowns, no interceptions. This dude is balling. Also has two rushing touchdowns. Um, at the running back spot, Sean Tyler, 21 rushes, 168 yards, eight yards of rush. And a touchdown. He'll be joined by Ladarius Jefferson at 18 for 104, 5.8 yards of rush and a score. Also, Jackson Kincaid grabs a couple a couple rushes and same with Trey Allen as well. Receiving the ball, there's one guy you gotta circle. Actually, there's probably two guys you need to circle. Uh Dwayne Eskridge. If you follow Mac football, he was a force last year as well. Eskridge, 10 for 245, 24 and a half yards of catch, three touchdowns, pretty electric. He's joined by Sky Moore and Jalen Hall makeup and even Deshaun Bustle. They have a good receiving core. Um, circle Sean Tyler out of the backfield. This running back has 10 catches out of the backfield in two games. They like to throw to the running back out of the backfield. Kincaid's got to grab as well. 
Uh, tight end wise, Brett Borsk and uh, Luke Sanders get in there, make a couple grabs, um, kicking the ball. They're 12 of 14 on extra points. Got to work on that. Uh, including a huge missed extra point uh, in this game last week. Uh, one for one on field goals, long of 48. So he can bury a 48 yard field goal. Just can't make an extra point. Um, defensively, this team has five sacks, um, two interceptions and two forced fumbles. Impressive so far for the Broncos. Um, they got some all Mac players here, but I think the guy you want to circle is uh Treshawn Hayward leads the team in tackles 20 sack or 20 stops. He's tied for team for the, for the lead with safety Bryson Garner, but Hayward is joining the linebacking core, core by Corvin moment, 17 tackles. Also uh, you're going to see Tanner Motts and Roy McCree, even Boone Banema getting in there um, in the defensive backfield. Like I said, Bryson Garner getting, he's all over the place. Uh, he's joined by AJ Thomas who actually has a pick six on the season and uh, Patrick Lupro at the corner spot. And as well as Keith Jones at the other corner spot and a nickel package is Harrison Taylor will come in uh, on the D line on the D uh, also, I should add Kalen Crawford getting in there too uh, on the D line, Marshawn Neeland, 16 tackles, two sacks guys, a complete stud. All right. He is a force. So get ready to deal with him, Chippewa fans. Uh, Nealon getting in there with Ralph Holly at the D tackle spot. Also, uh, uh, Ali Fahad at the other uh, defensive end spot. He has two sacks, so they're coming after the ball. Kalen Guillory also getting in there, as well as Braden Fisk. Um, yeah, they, they've been good so far. They've been really good. Central Michigan, which, you know, McElwain doing a great job there. Uh Daniel Richardson, which, uh, you know, he killed me a little bit last week, but Richardson mobile quarterback, um, 36 rushes, 60, 30, I'm sorry, not 36 rushes, 36 of 60 throwing the ball, 439 yards, 60% completion percentage, 7.3 yards of completion, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, he was getting his ball, the ball batted down a lot last week. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I've been impressed with them in week one week two. I thought he kind of regressed a little bit, but running the ball, they got some studs. Uh, Kobe Lewis circle that name, 44 rushes, 171 yards, four yards, a rush, three scores. Also Lou Nichols, the third 21 for 122, 5.8 yards, a rush and a score. Even Devin Bracey and uh, Zaheer Swan after that, they, they get it done, man. And receiving Dallas Dixon is the guy you want to circle here. Six for 113 in the score. He's joined by Khalil Pimpleton, uh, Ja'Cory Sullivan, Tyrone Scott, and Drayton Law. They don't use the tight end much as far as receiving. Uh, Kobe Lewis, though, and uh, Lou Nichols, both combined 11 catches by the running backs in two games. That's impressive. Eight of nine on extra points, two for two on field goals, long of 40. On the defensive side of the ball, they have some playmakers. They have six sacks so far this season, three forced fumbles. Um, haven't got an interception yet, but um, the de- the defense is getting after it. And if there's a guy you want to circle, it's on that linebacking core. Actually, there's a couple guys you want to circle. Troy Hairston, the second, 10 stops and three sacks in two games. You want to block him. He also has a forced fumble. He's joined by the team's leading tackler, George Douglas, 17 stops. Uh, also a forced fumble as well. And, uh, and then Troy Brown and Justin Whiteside make up this deep, make up, make up this linebacking core. 
on the D line. Jacquees Bristol getting in there has a sack. Also Amir Sadiq with two sacks and, uh, and then Mohammed Diallo. And uh, after that, it's Roby Stewart making up that D line. Also Tico Brown gets in there, get some stops as well in the secondary Richard Bowen's the third 11 stops past deflection on the season. He's joined by Devani Reed, the corner spot 11, 11 tackles as well in a pass deflection. Uh, also Willie Reed in that secondary Deshaun McNary and Gage Kresge. It's a pretty good secondary, even rolling Sturkey getting in there with some stops. Um, this is an interesting game here because, uh, central Michigan's a, a two point favorite. I tend to lean Western Michigan here. I think central Michigan is the more physical team, but I think they struggle throwing the ball still. I think this is a great game. I'm probably, I'm not going to lock this one, but give me the Broncos to get this done in, uh, at central Michigan. All right. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy. This season thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. The response from SGP listeners uh, for thrive fantasy has been nothing short of amazing. So they're hooking listeners up with a thousand dollar free roll for Thursday night NFL games. (laughs) That's right. A thousand dollar free roll. Use that password DGEN to enter the game. Once again, password DGEN with thrive. You can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. If it's NBA, PGA, MLB, esports, you choose five out of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit you hit the most props, you rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Uh, so use that promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four times rollover. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And don't you forget that promo code SGP guys. Don't you do it. Um, we're also brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how, well, guess what? ACE per head is here to st- help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right. Where are we at here? Where are we at the final game of the, uh, of the slate here? The final game of Maction week three, unfortunately, but uh, let's go Eastern uh, Toledo at Eastern Michigan, the Rockets of Toledo who got their heart broke uh, a week ago on that fake spike. They've been playing good ball. Jason Candle's got this team playing good ball. I thought they looked like, I mean, if they got that Western Michigan game, game, game they would have uh, perhaps looked like a favorite in this conference still could be, but Eli Peters leads the way at quarterback 50 of 78, 553 yards, 64% completion percentage. And, uh, 7.1 yards a pass, five touchdowns, one pick. Peters also has 48 yards rushing as well. Uh, he's joined in the backfield by Bryant Kobach, 
48, I'm sorry, 45 rushes, 152 yards, just 3.4 yards a rush, but two scores as well. And Shakif Seymour, 16 rushes, 127 yards, eight yards a rush, two scores. And uh, Micah Kelly, all of them get a decent dosage of uh, carries there. Um, pretty solid run game. Brian Kobeck, they also love to get him out. And this dude has, so he's got 45 for 152 rushing, two scores. Receiving the ball, he's got 11 catches for 111 yards and a score. This guy's all over the field. Modern day Eric Metcalf, huh? Uh, I mean, getting five and a half catches a game. It's no, that's nothing to us, uh, you know, shake a stick at there. Is that a quote? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, um, Isaiah Winstead at the wide receiver spot is joined by Bryce Mitchell and, J- and Jerjuan Newton. Also Devin Maddox and Danzel M- uh, McKinley Lewis getting catches. Um, yeah. Receiving core, but Winstead six for one ten leads the way. Uh, this is an explosive offense. Even the tight end Jamal Turner will get in there, but uh, they have receivers and they, they average 18 multiple receivers average 18 yards a catch. So when they do throw, it, they, they get some big play targets there. Kicking the ball has been chaos. Um, despite them being eight of nine on extra points and two for three on field goals, they've used three different kickers this season, long of 34 on the season. Um, they didn't kick a field goal last week and they went for a fourth and 11 up three, which I thought was crazy, but they got it. Well, they sort of got it. They got it. And I thought the spot was bad, but um, defensively two games in just one sack. That's not good. That's not good at all, but they do have two interceptions and uh, two forced fumbles. Like to see them get to the quarterback more. They'll have their opportunities against the Eagles, but defensively leading the way. And really the heart of this defense is Deontay Johnson at linebacker, 16 stops. The closest person has seven tackles. Um, He's, he's the guy you really want to circle. Uh, He'll be joined in the linebacking core by Daniel Bolden. Uh, Bolden and also Jonathan Jones make up that linebacking core on the, uh, on the D line, the lone sack of the season is by defensive tackle Devin Rogers. So watch out for him. He's joined with uh, Darius Alexander. Who's a D tackle that gets after the ball. Jamal Hines also in Nate given also uh, Terrence Taylor getting in there to make some stops uh, in the secondary Tyson Anderson, seven stops second, uh, on the team and tackles. He's tied with Sahid Holt for second on the team and tackles. Holt has a pass deflection as well. And at the corner spot, Samuel Womack and Quinn, Quinion Mitchell, uh, getting in there. Um, Chris McDonald also will come in in, in some, uh, some, some pass packages. Um, yeah, defenses are right. I'd like, I mean, Western Michigan's a high powered offense, so it's hard to, uh, to really knock those guys. Eastern Michigan though, who I mentioned, I've locked them up the past, well, past two weeks and uh, they've been great to me and now they've lost. So 11 out of their last 14 losses have been by eight points or less. Why does that matter? Cause the spreads at seven. So you're basically playing the percentages here <clears throat> at quarterback. And I thought there was great growth in uh, some Preston Hutchison who I think he's a new starter. I think he started one game a season ago. So he's, he's basically on his fourth start come, uh, come Wednesday, but he really improved last week to me. He really did 38 of 64, 491 yards, only 59.4% completion percentage, but for 7.7 yards, a, uh, a completion, three touchdowns, two picks, 
he's a running quarterback too. And they've had issues. They've had injuries at the running back spot, but Hutchison leads the team in rushing 28 for 88, four touchdowns rushing. And like I said, they've used everybody running the ball. They really thin. They had a guy opt out, I believe. And then a bunch of injuries, uh, Darius Boone, jr. Nine for 68, Samson Evans, 14 for 63, Dre Bess seven for 52. They've gotten even wide receivers. Some carries Darius Grissom five for 16 and also DJ Smith, 10 rushes for one yard. They're using everybody. Um, they got the Iowa transfer there. Uh, yeah. Wide out wise Tanner canoes, the one you want to circle canoe played high school, I believe with, uh, with their quarterback, Preston Hutchison. So they have a quite a bond 12 for 166, getting six catches a game. Uh, he is joined by Hassan Bedoun, nine for one twelve. Also, uh, Queen Williams, they'll make some catches. Tight end wise, they do use the tight end a, a lot. Bryson Cannon, five for seventy six. Also, Gunner Oaks will get some catches, and Thomas Utakoya. They have uh, ten catches between their tight ends in two games. Kicking the ball, four for five on extra points, just two for four on field goals. Long of 52, though. This guy does have leg, and one of those misses hit off the upright. So I actually think he's a good kicker. Um, defensively, hey, they, they, they're doing it. Four sacks, so two sacks a game. Uh, they also have uh, two picks, so an interception in each of their games, and also a forced fumble. Uh, you look at the defense, I would say defensive backfield looks pretty stout with Russell Vaden, Gerard Vines, Corey Hernandez, um, Freddie McGee, the third, all getting in there. Jeff Hubbard, Blake Brogan, all of them getting in there. Uh, I would say the uh, Vaden, Vaden is second on the team in tackles with 13. He's also got a pass deflection. Um, Hernandez has 11 stops as well. So both those guys and vines too. I mean, they, they're, they're all over the field. Linebacking wise, Terry Myrick leads the team in tackles, 20 stops. He's going to be joined by Tariq Spates. Who's got nine stops. Also, uh, uh, Luke Cameron and Steven shite. will get in there. Um, defensive line wise circle Teron rush. He's got nine tackles, three sacks so far this year. This guy's a stud. Him and Alex Merritt, who's got a sack as well, um, are uh, joined by uh, Wu Scott and Jose Ramirez. Also, Michael Smith Jr. getting in there. So D-line, probably uh, one of the better units too. Solid defense. So right now, they're catching seven. I know Toledo is really good, but I'm going to ride Eastern Michigan here. I'm going to ride. They're at home. They've been on the road for the first two weeks. Give me Eastern Michigan catching seven against the Rockets. I'm going to continue to chase that trend. I don't know if I'm locking it though. So stick around. All right, guys, this is the college experience. Maction preview. You're a first time listener. We I'm normal. When I say we college experience, me, Patty C NC, Nick, I know this is a solo episode, but they're normally here to join, join in and talk college basketball and college football, but we've been handicapping college football and college basketball for the past three and a half years. We cover every game in the division one level, every game. So uh, we, we release all of our picks on a spreadsheet at sports gambling including our locks. We've been over 500 picking every game, every single year for each, each year. So each college basketball season, we've been over 500 each college football season. We've been over 500 and then with our locks, we're way above 500. So 
Make sure you subscribe. We're available on all platforms. Tell a friend and we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. All I ask of you is a little bit of your kindness. Get over to uh, iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Cause that's essentially how we get paid. Sponsors. Look at the, look at uh, the comments. They want to make sure people are engaged and talking about the podcast. So uh, a lot of times that's how they're offered their money up. So by you leaving a five-star review, uh, some company says, Hey, seems like people like these idiots. Let's give them some money. And then you get more episodes and boom, we give you that content. Simple formula. But if you do leave a five-star review, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, take a screenshot of that uh, review and then tag me, I guess would be the correct way to say that. And I'll uh, enter you in a raffle to get some college experience, uh, merch, a shirt or something and put it like this. When I enter you in the raffle, you're going to win. All right. I'll get you. It just might not be that week, but I'm going to get you a shirt. Please do it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at D Colby D. Like I said, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C a three one NC. Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Check out our DraftKings lineups. You like Maction? Come play with us again. And DraftKings. me and NC Nick. We also do a DFS podcast. Um, also check out our college basketball previews. We cover the Mac as well as anyone, I believe, in college basketball. So if you're a Mac fan, get over there. We cover every single conference. Check them out, sportsgamblingpodcast.com and the college experience. All right, guys, this is the Maction Week 3 preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash info, netsuite.com slash info.